This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie. That's your job. This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie. Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. Welcome in. It is episode five of the Rosie Report, regular season roundup, weekend recap edition from a series sweep against the Detroit Tigers over the weekend at Progressive Field. Jim Rosenhouse along with you. Thanks so much for downloading and listening to our podcast. And all of a sudden, the Indians playing really good baseball. They have won four straight. They're two games over the 500 mark heading into a road swing that starts Monday night in Chicago against the Chicago White Sox. But the weekend recap begins on Saturday in 11-3 Tribe win, and it was home run central at Progressive Field Saturday night. Shift to the right side. The 1-2. Swung on. This is hit a ton. Deep right center field. This is gone! Number five for the Indians. A two-run home run to right center for Andres Jimenez. His first home run and first RBIs as an Indian. It's 11-1 Cleveland. Five home runs, giving the Indians a total of 14 on the season and heading into play on Sunday. The Indians were third in all of baseball in home runs early on. Post-game, Roberto Perez visited with the Cleveland media to talk about the big night at the plate. Are you more comfortable or the most comfortable you've been at the plate in a, in a long time? Is it help that you're healthy, or is there something you're doing in your approach? Uh, I think it's because I'm healthy. I'm 100% healthy. Uh, you know, I think uh, spring training, I, you know, I got there in a really good shape. I was, uh, I was working so hard, you know, trying to – get back to uh, the season I had in 2019. And, um, you know, I'm just, just going out there and trying to get good at bats, man. I feel like there's a lot of people out there think it was a fluke. But, you know, I believe in myself. And, uh, you know, I just have, have a really great routine and uh, get here early, doing my work, you know, in the gym, everywhere I can. And I'm just prepared. I prepare myself to, to have a great year. And, uh just taking it day by day of that, you know, grab that and I'll get, you know, on base and uh, help my team wins. We've always talked about your power, natural power being the right center, um, but you've hit a couple long balls to left field in these first week of the season. Is that just having the right approach and being able to turn on those pitches when necessary? Yeah, you know, it's, it's been hard, you know, this is the, this year we have been, already had like three days off um you know it's hard to get in a rhythm where you like play day off you know it's not an excuse but it's it's kind of weird you know uh but uh you know i've been trying to stay middle of the way 
uh, the whole time. You know, it's just I don't hit balls to left field that much, but um, just you know, trying to trying to stay through the middle of the field. And uh, you know, there's I feel like people uh, are pounding me in a lot this year, and you know, I'm just laying it off inside and looking to drive the ball, you know, that center. So, uh, but I'm not trying to pull the ball. You know, I, I, I think when I get in trouble, when I try to, you know, hit the ball to the left side, and, um, I just got to stay with my approach, is, you know, that center the other way. So, um, but so far, it's, you know, it's paid off. What do you think of Savali? What, what made him so good tonight? Man, he, he had everything working. I think um, we had a, game, a great game plan, you know, coming into this game. Uh, we, we, we met a little bit before the game and, Going going through the through the lineup and uh, we executed. I think today was about execution. You know, up in the zone. You know, we used that changeover. He had a really good one um, today coming into this game. So, um, but he threw the ball really well, man. I, I feel like so far this year, started they they've been they've been throwing the ball really well and giving us a chance to to win a ball game. So, Sivali uh, was great tonight. Roberto, were you hurting more? Uh at the plate last year than, than you let on? Yeah, I was, uh, uh, there's no excuse. You know, it was, it was, last year was, was tough, you know. Uh, uh, I was, I was really playing through that shoulder, um, you know, inflammation, whatever, whatever I had. So, um, I wasn't really, really using my top hand at all, hitting. Um, but you know what, 2020 is in the past. You know, I'm, right now I'm focusing on 2021 and uh, how how I'm gonna you know help my team win ball games. That's that's all I worry about. You know, uh, I'm gonna prepare myself. You know, every day to win a ball game. You know, whoever's on the mound, I'm gonna get into the game, and that's it. It's about winning ball games right now. So it was on to Sunday and the opportunity for a series sweep for the Tribe and then got it done against the Tigers with a 5-2 to two win. Kind of a grinder of a ball game as uh, they did not hit any home runs but got enough done offensively to back up some pretty good pitching from Logan Allen in the bullpen. And Tribe manager Terry Francona talked about the day on Sunday. Terry, what can you, um, what can you say about Logan Allen? He got off to a slow start, a little bit like his first start, but Seems like he was able to lock in after that second inning. It was very similar, you know, to his first start. Um, I mean, shoot, we looked up after, what, two or three innings, and there was, I think, 135 pitches both sides and not many hits and, you know, not a lot of runs. I mean, it it was a kind of a peculiar game when you, you know, look at the scoreboard and look at how many pitches were thrown, you know, uh, leadoff walks. But our guys hung tough, and you know what? Because of that, we got to win. How nice is it? I think for people that are seeing Eddie Rosario play in an Indians uniform, just the hustle that that he brings and how hard he plays. How, how nice is that to have on a day like today? Have a good energy today. Anytime you got day game after night game, energy is one of the first things you're looking for. And I thought our guys did a really good job of creating energy today and on the bases and going first to third. You know, we left some chances out there. Some of their guys, I thought, deserved credit. I mean, the way Soto threw, you know, those are almost unhittable sliders. So sometimes you got to tip your hat a little bit. You always talk about, you know, a hitter's in a good place when they're hitting the ball the other way. Um, 
Fran Mill, this this entire weekend, it seems like he's worn out that the right field side of the field. And you know what? Scope could have very easily caught that ball. That takes away nothing from Fran Mill's approach because that is a great approach. And if he does that, if he stays with that, he becomes so much more dangerous. Tito, you got to see Andres Jimenez in, in the leadoff position. Uh, he, he actually got to lead off an inning three times. That's kind of unusual, but uh, just what does he bring to the spot in the order and, and what, was, what went into the decision to put him there? I don't think we're, we'll do that all that often. I just thought today um, on the heels of him hitting that home run last night and a guy that's tougher with on righties with that breaking ball, um, I just thought it was a good chance to maybe let him, you know, you get some experience up there and he actually swung the bat pretty good. But I don't know that that's something we want to heap on his plate all the time. It just, I thought it was, I thought it was good for him today. So a good weekend for the Indians. Again, the series sweep of the Tigers and they head to Chicago with that five and three record to take on the White Sox, a team so many feel will have a big year in 2021. First pitch on Monday night, 8-10, three night games, 8-10 first pitches from Chicago, and then a day game to wrap it on Thursday afternoon at 2-10. The Indians president of baseball operations is Chris Antonetti, and we had a chance to visit with him over the weekend and talk about a variety of subjects, including the beginning of the season for the Indians. Well, one of the things we learned last year, Rosie, is that we need to continue to be adaptable and flexible uh, and adjust to new circumstances. And we're doing that once again to start the season here, um, both on the road and in Cleveland, and adjust to the new normal. But our players and staff have done an extraordinary job with that. Uh, the conditions and protocols and the environment is uh, better than it was last year, you know, with fans in the stands and some of the things we're able to do, but uh, certainly far from what it was prior to 2020. So hopefully as the season moves on, we can get closer and closer to uh, what it looked and felt like both in the ballpark and the clubhouse um, here shortly. And I'm sure when you got involved in this position, you never thought that vaccinations would be a part of, of something you had to do for your ball club uh, to try and get them through in, in, in a good spot. Uh, how has that gone this week, and, and how big a, a beneficiary has the, the Cleveland Clinic been to, to kind of getting this thing moving forward quickly? We owe a tremendous uh, debt of gratitude to not only our partners at the Cleveland Clinic, but our medical staff um, within the organization who have done an extraordinary job of making it as easy as possible to get our groups vaccinated. And it started back, you know, as different age groups were eligible um, along the way, and uh, whether that was in Ohio or Arizona, coordinating uh, vaccinations for that group. And then most recently, this past week, uh, we vaccinated the majority of our major league team as well as all the players at the alternate site. Um, and the Cleveland Clinic did an extraordinary job with that. They, you know, they came down the progressive field and things ran unbelievably smoothly. Chris Antonetti joining us, Indians president of baseball operations. Chris, before we went to break it, you mentioned the alternate site and things a little different for sure in terms of how you're handling the minor leagues, at least for this first month of the season. And uh, how have things gone? What have some of the challenges been that, that you've faced trying to keep players sharp in case they're needed here this first month of this season? Uh, we probably don't have enough time to list all of the challenges. But instead, I'll probably focus a little bit more on just it's an improvement from last year. You know, last year, you know, the players at the alternate site were confined to playing effectively um, you know, whether it's live BPs or modified scrimmages against each other. And this year, 
uh, we've been fortunate to be able to schedule games against other alternate sites, which gives us a much better feel for competition where players are now competing against other teams, not just themselves. And uh, because of our location in Columbus, we're close enough to a handful of teams that we've been able to have games for four or five days on average per week between, you know, starting this past week and extending all the way into the start of the minor league season in early May. And uh, just that dynamic of having regular games is a market improvement from last year. Tough from a scheduling standpoint or, or pretty uh, easy with, with some teams eager to do the same thing with their minor leaguers? It's a challenge. Um, it took a lot of work and the, the farm directors and our leaders within player development spent a lot of time trying to put together schedules because there still are a lot of restrictions and, you know, proximity to the major league team and overnight stays and limitations on hotels and we can't use commercial air travel. So there are a lot of hoops to jump through, but that group did a tremendous job in uh, building a schedule that, um, you know, that allows us to play games far more frequently than we were last year. And uh, it's not quite the same as the full minor league season, but should, should give guys the opportunity to compete for this, for this month and hit the ground running once um, the minor league season starts in May. On the field, uh, major league wise, some moving parts here early in the season, uh, which you see just about every year. But uh, two players in particular uh, playing different positions. Yu Chang uh, getting a chance to play some first base, and Ahmed Rosario last night at his debut in center field. Uh, from the standpoint of, of, of baseball operations, some of the analytics you do, what are some of the things you look at that say, hey, you know what? Let's try these guys at different spots and, and see how it works because you think that they might be able to do it. What are some of the th uh, factors that go into that? I think there are a lot of factors that go into those decisions, Rosie, and they really it starts with the individual player and their willingness to put in the work to adjust to new positions. And we are so fortunate with both you and Ahmed that they've embraced that opportunity to um, to learn new positions and find a way to help the team contribute as a spot maybe they're not most accustomed to. And, you know, Yu's worked to, to acclimate himself at first base. And, you know, he's, he's played really well over there defensively. He's still learning uh, where to be at different times in the game and how to position himself on, you know, balls from the outfield and on relays and things like that. But by and large, he's done a tremendous job with it. And Ahmed making the shift from an infielder to an outfield is, is really challenging, especially given the timing um, that he was asked to do it. But again, he's jumped into that. And because of his athleticism, because of his work ethic, uh, we do feel confident that he can be an option out there for us. And, and Tito was comfortable putting him in uh, the game last night. And as it inevitably happens, he got tested early and uh, he passed that first test really well. Always nice to visit with Chris on a regular basis, and we do so each week with he and also Mike Chernoff, the Indians general manager, to get that baseball operations perspective on the tribe. That's going to do it for the Rosie Report. Regular season roundup, weekend special edition, episode number five. All of that, all of the above. Thanks so much, as always, to Bart Swain from uh, Indians PR for helping out along with Austin Contrulis and Corkberry Trip. I'm Jim Rosenhaus. Thanks again for downloading. We'll catch you next time. This has been the Rosie Report. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 